What's happening, everybody? And welcome to this another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I'm Derek Kernahan, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing tonight, mate? Does it feel like the, you know, does it feel like Christmas Eve yet in terms of the preparation for the big game tomorrow? Um, it's getting there, mate. It's getting there. Um, I am. I don't know. I'm. I'm pretty excited to be honest. Um, the first first leg was was brilliant. I know a lot of people felt a bit flat after Sunday. Um, which we'll talk about, but nah, I think I'm um, I'm looking forward to it again. It's it's, it's something very different, and we've seen that um, since we've really been back to close to being ourselves under Gerard and you know and all that sort of stuff. Like Europe has been its own thing, and traditionally we've done pretty well, you know, definitely better than we've been doing in, in the league and all that sort of stuff. So um, can take it in its own merits and pretty excited. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling for it. I was feeling. Absolutely buzzing, obviously, last week after we'd done the podcast and stuff like that. What a fantastic result. And then it come almost crashing down me a bit of a bang on Sunday. I mean, it's not like they played badly, which, which we'll discuss, but very disappointing result at the end of it. And, you know, it takes it take me a few days to sort of clear my head and get the, the anger and the frustration out. But now I'm sort of focused on tomorrow and I'm very much looking forward to it. Would it be a bit different if there is, you know, if we got, if we got a victory on Sunday? I think... I think Everybody would be absolutely buzzing about this um, game, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm still really, I'm still, I'm still buzzing for it. Just maybe not as what I, I should be, if that makes sense. Um, in terms of you know the game, but I'm really looking forward to it. Um, very much so. Look forward to getting a getting our first beer this year as well together. We've not had a beer before a game, so that's going to be a good one tomorrow as well, mate. So yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, but. Um, I think I've still got a bit, of, still a bit of a hangover from Sunday, if that makes sense. I, I think, I mean, I think it's only human, you know, for it to take, even if it takes 10, 20% or whatever off, you know, it's not, you're not saying you're like, oh, I can't face it. it, it but, you know, I don't think it's too big a game for that, but it does yeah. just, it, it does just take that, that wee bit off it. And it's amazing in football what difference a week makes, you know, we go out and, and draw with Dundee United and, and Dortmund going one six now and all of a sudden, you know, they're buzzing and we are flat and you're like, how did that happen? We just, you know, we just beat them 4-2 and that flattered them at, at home. Do you know what I mean? Like in Germany. So, um, I, football's a funny old thing. You're only as good as your last result. So, I definitely. think um, it, it definitely took a bit of a shine off it and for me personally, I, I have zero love for Dundee United so I, I was in a pretty bad mood on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I was the same as well. I was fairly... I was in a really bad mood Sunday, probably Monday as well. <laughs> thinking Tuesday and the day, <laughs> thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, um, but I, it's like I said, we'll, we'll today we'll, we'll we'll discuss. We'll get into a bit more detail about the game, and then we'll have a look ahead to tomorrow night's mega game as well um, at Ibrox as well. I'm sure the place will be absolutely rocking as well, which is which will be good um, as well. So it's going to be as I mean as it's. I'm feeling like um, you know, it's it's as a weird feeling, you know, in terms of in terms of what I'm feeling right now personally about the about the game. Like I said, the more I think about the game tomorrow, I'm getting more and more excited. But I've still got that wee thing in the back of my head about Sunday, which is really really frustrating me. But let's let's talk about Sunday, Keith. Then, um, so in terms of in terms of the lineup for the for the game, um, only really one change, and that was. Um, Philip Hollander and for Borna Barisic, where Calvin Bassey going out to the left hand side, 
mm-hmm. um, going out to left back as well, and Hollander coming in for his, you know, his first Premier League starter in a long time. Was it the Celtic game? Was his last start at Ibrox? Um, I think it I think, was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. So yeah, coming in. Um, in terms of big Hollander, I think the the rustiness was a wee bit of telling the start of the game. Um, definitely for him, you know, he got himself in a wee a few wee awkward positions in there as well, but. You know, he sort of he sort of got into the game as well. But what did you what did you think of the team? You know, obviously in the retrospect, obviously hindsight now and stuff like that that you've got there that you can you can you can see it. But do you think it was the right the right decision to make, only making one change to the team, or else do you think you should have made a would you have made a few more changes in there, um, looking at the team? Um I think first and foremost, Hollander, you know, and, and we can we'll come on to the goal, I suppose, and you know, and you could maybe say, um, Whatever, but I had no problems with picking a lander. I think it was the right yeah. thing to do. Getting Bassey to left back and and Borna off was was probably not a bad thing, especially in what would be definitely be a kind of fast physical game um, against a you know a team that is is there to frustrate. I think that that was a good decision. So um, Hollander, no problems regardless of like you say was rusty and it, that's about to happen. But he needs time to build up. He is, I still think he is our best defender. So yeah, fine with that. But no, I think the point you make is is exactly right. We we've spoke before and and criticised Gerard when he did seven or eight changes too much. But but one's not enough either, you know. And and I felt um, I, I personally would would have changed you know a couple more, maybe one in each position, take a midfielder, maybe like a Jack for Kamara or something like that. Um, and and I felt Arfield in particular looked quite tired, and you know maybe starting with Sakala instead of Arfield would, would have been better. I thought when Sakala came on, um, it, it definitely felt like a bit of a game changer, and f- he came on like fifty odd minutes just under the hour. And for the last half hour, we just you know it was uh, we said earlier it was defence for attack. We just we just yeah. uh, were all over them. So and I think a large part of that was fresh legs. I think it's a lot to ask some of these players, especially Jack, just back from injury, Arfield, who's, you know, getting on a bit, uh, sort of put it, to go and do that hard, hard shift in, in Germany, right back, another hard shift against a, a dogged team that's hard to break down and is going to, you know, for, at least at the start, run it pressure for as long as they, they can keep it up. Um, and then also, you've got the, the, the other part of that that we're going to come on to is you still got Dortmund this week as well, right? So that's that's a that's a lot in a week. So you've got to see a bit of rotation, and I would rather have seen some rotation for Tannadise than potentially some rotation tomorrow. But let's let's see. So I, I would yeah. have made a few more changes. What about you? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally. I, I think that I think that's definitely a worthy argument in there as well. Um, see, personally, when I seen the team for last Thursday, um, I messaged a few years and I said I wouldn't have played Jack. I think Jack. I would have kept Jack for Sunday. Obviously, it turned out it turned out so well that he, he played fantastic as well. But as a lot to ask someone who's been out for over nearly a year to come back in and do what he's. I mean, he played. He didn't play all last season. Um, you know, for him to come in and do that run of games, particularly those hard hitting games. You know, you know, he played against Hearts, he got injured, missed the Hibs game, back in, back in for Dortmund, and then back in again. It's a lot to ask of someone, um, particularly with his with his history. And you know, Arfield, Arfield. Arfield did look tired, I thought, as well, um, in the game. And I, th- I think you'd make a valid point in there, you know, bringing somebody in like a, bringing Kamara and Kamara and Lindstrom sitting in there and uh, for the midfield and then, you know, bringing in, um, playing Sakala for um, for Arfield would have, been, would have been good choices as well. It's all about freshening up the team, you're right. And I guess Gio's sort of thinking, you know, we've done so well there. 
let's keep this game going. You can understand why you kept it. But, you, you know, looking at it, like I said, hindsight is a wonderful thing. And, you know, you're able to see that and you can see the changes that maybe should have been should have been made in there um, as well. But let's talk about the... Let's talk about their goal, even though we don't really want to. Um, but um, I think, you know, in terms, of, in terms of their goal, I think it's a fairly easy goal and it's a fairly... It's a fairly stupid, bad goal for us to give away. Um, you know, Hollander's, you know, sort of marking the boy, you know, boy gets over him, but it doesn't help, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not criticizing, well, I'm criticizing, but, you know, it's it's, it's a tricky one, but it, it doesn't really help the situation when your goalkeeper isn't confident coming out to the ball um, and claiming it and having a bit of authority in the park. Excuse me, I thought I was going to sneeze in on the day. <laughs> I thought you did. I was going to be like, oh, hold on. No, 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 no. Aye. Um, it's disappeared, so I'm all right. Um, but um, it, does, it, it doesn't help that when you're, you know, your goalkeepers, you know, is not comfortable doing that. And I think teams are sort of, teams have been catching on to that this season, definitely. And it makes it so much easier for teams to, you know, attack, particularly these corners, when they can just basically in-swing the ball right on the goalie. And, you know, we're, we're struggling because obviously that, that team is attacking the ball, whereas we are standing still. Whereas if we have our goalie, a commanding goalie out there and punching it and catching it, you know, it's it makes it 2v1 almost, if that makes sense, um, in there. But I, it, it was a really, I, I, was, I was really, really angry about the goal as well because it's, it's same as the, Ross, the second Ross County goal um, as well. Goalie, nowhere to be seen in there. And like I said, McGregor's been fantastic. He has been. I mean, he... At the start of the start of the season, it seemed like everything was going in, but he's, he sort of turned that around, um, and he has been great. But again, it's another, it's an, it's one of his flaws. You know, we know we know about that. That's part of his game, but it's just really, you know, it's frustrating that it's happening more and more frequently now. I I think it it, it does bring a certain amount of danger. I think your, your observation is is totally valid because. Teams know that they can just put the ball pretty much on top of them into the six-yard box. Where all it needs is a flick, and it could be a flick off anybody. You know, see if you see if you whip a ball in with a decent amount of pace into that area, it can it can be an OG. It can anything can happen because you know that he's not going to come for it. So it allows them to get closer to a goal um, and put pressure in there, throw bodies in there, and whip in a decent ball, and and anything can happen. And I mean, it it, it sounds like. It doesn't sound like football one-on-one. It sounds like football for four-year-olds, right? But, it, you know, it, it's so true that the closer the ball is to your goal, the more danger you're in, right? You know, yeah. and I, I know that sounds daft, but people would, you know, overlook that sometimes. And that's a lot of, like, you're, you're a City fan, Pep's philosophy is, you know, keep the ball in the opposition, in the opposition half. That's why you keep them pinned in. Because the further the ball the way is, then you're not, you know, 90 yards away from your goal. So it doesn't matter if you're scoring or whatever. They're no. Do you know what yep. I mean? Like, it, 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 like I say, it sounds total four-year-old football, but it's the basics at that level where if you've got a goalie that they know is going to come for it, well, they're going to put it in the penalty spot or beyond or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Because like, oh, you put it too close to the goalie. How many times you see it? You go, that's the keeper's ball. And it's too close to the goalie and the goalie just comes out, collects it. And guess what? You can get a quick throw or a quick punt. And all of a sudden, for your corner, you're attacking. You know, like you, you see that in, in football all the time. But we don't have we don't carry that threat because our, our goalie's not coming for it. So... It does allow them to just sit on top of us, put a ball into a very dangerous area, and you know anything can happen. It doesn't take much. And actually, you know the the goal was very similar to the one Hollander scored against Celtic. You know it was a good ball into the box. Goal doesn't come for it, and he wins the header for yeah. five yards out or something, and bang, goalie's no chance, right? You you've got to have great reflexes, or it's got to be right at him or whatever. So 
Aye, it's, it's definitely frustrating and, and your observation of we've conceded a few like that is also true and maybe that's teams twigging. Maybe it's it's now a tactic of oh, we're playing Rangers at the weekend, let's practice around swinging corners or whatever because you can sit it right on top and you're going to have 50-50 chance of winning the header rather than a you know, a one in three chance of winning it because you've got a defender and a goalie with his hands and he can punch and he can clatter you and you kind of get close to him. And that's another element. If the keeper comes for it and you obstruct him, it's an easy free kick as well. Do you know what I mean? So he doesn't even need to win it. Just come for it. Get the connection. Go down. And you can win a free kick because goalies are so protected. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was just, you know, such a, you know, pivotal point in the game. You know, 30 minutes into the game and losing it and going one and up, we've got a long 60 minutes ahead of us, which mm-hmm. proved, to be the, proved to be the case as well. You know, um, you know, like you said about that second half, it was pretty much, you know, attack versus a defence after that. And it was just an onslaught. You know, we had, when you look at it, we had 30 shots and only three of them on target. 70, roughly about 75% possession as well. Um, it's just crazy when you think about those stats and stuff like that. And it's not like, you know, it was, it was really frustrating because until we got into the box, we played some good football. You know, we were good passing movements and stuff like that. And, you know, we've seen when Joe Rebo put it away as well, we had a great strike um, in there as well. You know, it was a great bit of play. It's just really, really frustrating that, you know, then he, you know it didn't work out the way it did. And then, obviously, we've also got um, the referee's performance in there as well, which didn't help. And I'm not I'm not making excuses in terms of us. We, you know, in terms of, you know, what we done the day, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't good enough in front of goal. But, you know, in terms of the, the referee, he did an absolute shocker again. And I think that's another thing that we've said. You know, whether we win or whether we get beat, the quality of um, referees in Scotland is needs to improve because it's been absolutely terrible. When we've seen some of the performances recently with the referees, you know, the Hearts game, the Hibs game, and then this game as well. It's, it's You know, and these guys are a big, big referees as well. And then the Celtic game as well, the... Um, you know, the referee in that game, uh, Aberdeen, it was the same guy, what's his name, who was the referee for the Aberdeen game as well. He was pally, you know, half, half in the laugh with Scott Brown after the game. I like Scott like Brown referee the game, that was it, yeah, that was the referee yeah, the Aberdeen game. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, is it Clancy? Clancy, aye. Aye. You know, it seems to be, you know, just the referee performances is just no good enough. And like I mentioned as well, you know, these guys, this isn't this isn't their full-time job. You know, they've got jobs outside, outside of this, whereas... It's no professional, you know, it's it's not, you know, these guys, you know, they go they go and run about and, you know, they do the referee, but this isn't their main job. It should be their main job because it's, you know, we pay we pay good money, not, not just us, every fan in Scotland pays good money to watch their team. You know, we deserve better um, than, than, than the quality that's in front of us. So are you saying, so, like, as a, as a weird defence of referees, almost that, the SFA or whatever the, the the authorities need to invest in helping them by getting in VAR, yep. probably, and also giving them more money that allows them to go full time and be professionals instead of you know amateurs or whatever the you know part timers or whatever the the kind of the step down is because that's that's the point is that like you say you know they they, they can't be working on a fitness or, or doing training courses or, you know, like whatever it is all the time because guess what? You've got to go and be a lawyer or a dentist or, you know, stack shelves in Asda or whatever these boys do. I, I don't know, probably a range of different jobs, but it, it is that, like, it's it's not quite enough money um, yeah. or whatever the reason is. I don't know what the reason is for it not being full-time because if you're doing 
if you're getting a grand a week, I mean that's full time money. Yep. You know, obviously you could make more money than that, but it's it's a lot of money. So I don't know what whatever it is that the, the authorities need to do to you know to make these boys full time, and maybe it's more money or more training or whatever. But help them out, get VAR and get them full time, which would allow the quality increase. Is that is that the kind of crux of your argument? Pretty much, I. I mean, I think, I think it's in terms of the the referees that we've got in Scotland are terrible as well, but it doesn't help the situation that the fact that they aren't full-time. Um, you know, I think if maybe if they were more full-time, they could spend more time developing their game um, and developing, you know, you know, in terms of everything. Like, VAR is a massive one, I think, um, in there as well. The fact that we, you know, we're this... I think, it, I think it tells you everything about Scottish football. You know, the fact that we've got... First of all, we've got plastic pitches in the Premier League, which is just an absolute no-go in terms of what I think in terms of I understand that certain clubs at lower levels need it, but for a professional football club, it should not be um, plastic pitches. And then you ahead of that, you look at the you look at the quality of the referees' performances as well. And there, it's just not good enough. You know, these guys, if they were if they were full time, you know, there might be more people willing to do it um, as well, willing to get in there. Guys who you know who know the game and you know take it as a take it as an actual profession rather than let's like say the part time job where you get. Where you get a grand a game, and that's the thing. It's not a grand a week; it's a grand a game. So you could play, you I could have a game. Yeah, you could have two in a week. Easily, easily, you could have a Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, or a Sunday again. You know what I mean? You could end up, and you could be rolling in it by then. You know, if somebody said to you, your job, that, you know, and, and your current salary and all that, well, you're a referee you now. We'll give you a grand a game, and you know, you'd be like, I'll, I'll take Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. You know, no bother, give me it, and I'll. You know, that's an extra. That's where they're signing up for overtime. Yep, Aye. exactly. So, so it's no, like that. Totally. But it's not like, and then after that, they go back to their normal day jobs. You know, it's no. I, I, I just, I just think it's, it's, it's just another example how poor Scottish football is run, um, and Aye. and everything like that. So that's my sort of gripe about the referees, and I think you know Bobby Madden's performance and in Sunday, you know, there was some glaring opportunities in there as well. That he's, that he's clearly missed, you know, penalties, handballs, bad tackles, not just from Dundee United, I'm talking about Rangers as well, you know, Jack was a wee bit lucky with his, with his challenge, but then again, Arfield got one on Mulgrew, Mil- got one on Arfield um, as well, you know, there was a handball incident, there was Sakala getting pulled incident as well in there, so there was a number of things that he missed, and Aye. then that's just, that's just no good enough for a professional game. No, no. I think you're you're right, and the the worst one for me was the Sakala. I think much more like in, in real time. If if I show you a still of the Jack tackle, it looks bad. In real time, he's pulling away. There's very little contact. The boys up in seconds. They've made a meal of it. It's it's, it's a lot more's been made of it than it should have been. Personally, I thought the the Mulgrew one was 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 worse, but Arfield yeah. doesn't go down, so maybe it didn't hit him that hard, um, or maybe Arfield just made a diamonds. I don't know, but it, it looked a bad one, but. I feel didn't you know he didn't really react that much, so maybe there wasn't much contact there either. I think that the worst one, the most obvious, is the is the pullback on Sakala when he's two yards out and about to tap it in, um, and the boy pulls him back. And you've made a wee bit of a defence of the referees. I'm going to make a wee defence of the referees. Say something about their sense of humour. They've got the cheek to wear spec savers on their arm. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Like play, play <laughs> the game, man. At least they've got a sense of humour. Let's let's give them that. Ah, it's just another. I think it's just another notch on the. Uh, Another fine example of Scottish Scottish refereeing at the finest that game, but like like I said, we we are we have been consistent. I think in terms of our referee performance, we talk about it when we 
when we get beat, when we win, when we draw. So I think it's just a bog standard. It's not like we're sitting here moaning that the fact that Rangers didn't get a result and blaming the referee for it. That's not what we're nah. doing. We did it um, when we won 5 0. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. We, we 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 shared their observations about poor poor quality refereeing, um, and when we beat Hibs two 0 we and you know and dominated that game, we, we spoke about some of the bonkers decisions. So now nah, you're right, mate. It's no, you know, it's, we're consistent with it. Um, yeah. But like you said, I mean that that wasn't what cost us the game. It was um, our own quality or lack thereof in the final third that really cost us. What was the yeah. stats? 30, 30 shots and three on target. I mean, that's yeah. that's actually embarrassing. As as in and I mean, you think of some of the some of the, some of the play as well, like um, Diallo when he when he managed to break through, and it was a lovely bit of play. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of him, instead of him hitting it, if he squared it across, Sakala had an open goal. Tap in as well. Yep, a tap in. So it's we it's we mistakes like that that's going to that, that is that is costing us, you know, as well. It's just it's just incredibly frustrating. I thought, and I was really frustrated on Sunday. Um, probably as you could tell, with my my. My issues that I've had today <laughs> um, on this, but I, I was, I was, I was really frustrated on it, and you know, it's it's incredible how you can go from you know the Dortmund game to being so high to this, and it's and it's not like you're low because you still got, you know, you got a point, but and it's only there is it's, it's it's three points now, um, but it's a massive it's a massive turnaround from Christmas, you know, it's a nine point swinger, so I think it is now. Um, I from then, and we're yeah, three behind, I yeah, and. You know, with no with no one in that's our that's our fourth game that we haven't won away from home. Um, and that's where all the nine points have been dropped, haven't they? You yep. know, there's been it's been uh, at home we've been fine, but there's been three draws, which two points a, a game ago. Yep. Um and then obviously we, we we lost at Sharkhead, which is the nine point. So yep. nah man, we need to we need to arrest that slide quickly because yeah. getting draws away and, and winning at home is is not gonna see you finish top of this league by any nope. stretch. Um, exactly. But how would you? It's just I hear a lot of people talking about about we played well. The performance was good. How would you rate the performance against Dundee United? I think it's an interesting football philosophical question. I think it was, it was, it, it was pretty, it was pretty interesting when you when you think about it because in the first half I thought we looked free. I thought we looked pretty ropey at the back at times. Um, uh, however, the second half was just all all attack. And but you could also tell there was there was still panic in there because they were desperate to find a goal. Um, you know, they were desperate to find that find that well, first of all, their goal, you know, Aribo's goal, and then they were desperate to find a you know, to find a winning goal. We still had twenty pretty much about twenty minutes after that to, to get another goal and we just couldn't do it. Um I thought there was some play, I thought I thought it was probably Kent was I thought Kent was really dangerous on the ball. I think Aribo was pretty good as well. Um but then there were some points when you were getting these Balls in from you know the wings like you know like Bassey was floating a few balls in Tav was floating balls in and we had Barelos and they had three centre halves and their three centre halves were pretty big boys they were a lot taller than um, Morelos anyway who was who was up there himself so I think I think that screams with Rangers anyway when we start throwing the balls into the middle of the park like that that screams that we are absolutely desperate you know we done it a lot under Gerard when we were you know drawing these games towards the the start of the season, they were just throwing these hopeless balls into the box, and it was going nowhere. Um, so I thought it, I thought there was bits of game, you know, it looked like we were absolutely, you know, it was it was desperate. We were trying to whip these balls in. Then other parts of it, you know, we done slow, patient build up and done really well with it. So it was a mixture. It was a mixture in terms of what I thought. So I'd have maybe I gave it in terms of the performance probably about 
if you're looking at it like that, maybe about a seven, about a ten. What, what about you? I, I, I mean, firstly, I think that you're absolutely right. So I say to you right now, there's a ball coming in the box. Where's Alfie going to be? Alfie will be, I think, probably pretty much at one of the posts trying to do a wee knock in. But if if they're getting floated, if they're getting whipped in, um, in the middle of the part, he'll be in the middle part. But there's, but like I said, they had those three huge defenders, you know, or probably that I definitely know that I don't know about Mulgrew, but the other boy Edwards and Graham, they're definitely, they're definitely six foot plus day boys in there. And Alfie Aye. isn't he that? No, so like you say, I mean, Alfie usually is back post. So like you said, he's on, he's on the post, right? And how many times you see Tav and he whips on a ball to the near post and you're like, Tav, every, every man in the dog knows where Alfie's going to be. He, he drifts to the back post and if you look at his goals from crosses, most of them are at the back post. Yep. So like when we do that, like you say, that's just desperation. That's just, uh, I'll get the ball at my feet and I'll whip it in and hope something happens. But it's, oh, it's so frustrating, man, so frustrating. Anyway, I, the reason I asked the question about the performance is, it, I, I guess it, it depends on how you rate a football match. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, I agree with everything you said. You know, sometimes the play wasn't great, uh, and other times the play was was good. But if you create those chances, or you know, you've got that amount of of possession, that amount of danger, that amount of chances to get a chance, if you know what I mean. Um, and you don't. I, I don't know. For me, I just I struggle to say that that's good. Okay, we had more of the ball. But we didn't work their goalie. We didn't actually do anything with it. So I'm not so sure that that counts as all that good. If you're playing against a team that goes, there's the ball, we're going to sit in, try and break us down, and we try and we don't really break them down. I, I don't know that that constitutes a good performance, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if you're if you all about possession stats and keeping the ball and all that, then, oh, aye, it must have looked phenomenal. But doesn't he equate to points? So yep. does it matter? You know, you lack quality where it counted, so you you got a point instead of three. So wasn't it good enough? Yeah, yeah, you know? I, I agree. And, and I, I I must admit, like if you talk to me after some games, I'll be the I'll I'll play the other side of the argument and go, no, we played phenomenal there, even though we didn't score. It was just one of the one of the flicky days or whatever. But I don't know. I, I just I just felt that uh, it wasn't. A, I didn't think it was a great performance. I, I didn't think. Um, and we probably, you know, it's one of the days where you go. We got what we deserved. Um, it wasn't where we battled them in the sense where you're like, how how have we not how have we not won that? It kind of was, but I don't know. I just felt it was. Uh, mm, they 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 defended as much as we attacked. Like they were happy about it. Yeah, um, and we couldn't break them down. So I don't know. I think we got what we deserved. I don't think it was it was much of a performance, if I'm honest. No, I, I don't think. I think. Um, I don't think you know. In terms of that, you know, you you reap your own luck at times. And in, 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 in these games and you know we didn't do it and um, fair enough there was a few instances that, that maybe could have helped us it didn't happen but um but I I think I think in terms of that we should have had the quality there to beat them um we oh, definitely I, had the quality I, in the I park think... yeah on the park there to do it but we just we, I, we just didn't do it so it's very even bitterly... on the bench you know do you know yeah. like, like there was one point as much as I love him and he's come back in brilliant form I thought Alfie was looking a wee bit jaded and you think just just get Ruth on. He might. Just, he's the type of guy that you know he'll, he'll come for anywhere and he'll get a half chance and bang it in. You know, just just that we that we something man. Just that we killer pretty, instinct, maybe. It's pretty. Now you mention that. It's pretty interesting about Ruth. You know, he's no featured a lot under Gio at all. No. I mean, obviously he's been he was injured, but even since he's been back, you know, he's no featured a lot. He's no came off the bench a lot. Obviously started against Dan and got the goal and stuff like that. But he's no. I, I don't I don't know if Gio rates him as much as you know Gerard did. You know it's it's an interesting one. 
Um, Aye. It must admit, he's not looked great when he's got on, I don't think. I don't yeah. Think he's, he's, he's total, and then he's had a few chances, mainly when like Alfie was away with Columbia, and he's he's not looked amazing. But I know I, 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 I agree, actually. You know, I'm, I'm not so sure he seems to fancy him. And I thought I thought United was maybe calling out for, I, I don't know, I think, with the amount of, it wasn't like we needed Alfie's physical presence or anything. It needed a wee bit of movement and a wee bit of guile, especially when he was getting you know plenty of play in and about their box. Yeah, I, I thought Ruth might actually have been a good shout, but yeah, who am I? I know I had maybe a, had maybe a brung Ruth on as well during that time for someone to you know see what see what he can offer definitely. Aye. But I pretty really frustrating day. But however, I thought I got that out and open. Let's talk about the morning night, mate. Let's talk Let's about go for it. it. Let's go. So, obviously, the big news came out of the Dortmund camp that Haaland hasn't travelled with them. He's no part of the squad. You know, in terms of that, I think everybody's like, that's great news for us. But also, I'm quite disappointed I'm not going to see him at Ibrox. You know, I'm not going to see him in the flesh. I'd have loved to have seen him playing. Um, you know, but I'm also quite happy that he's that he's no there. It's a bit of a catch-22 situation, isn't it? Aye, 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 definitely. I mean, he was a, a decent part of why I said I wanted Dortmund was, oh, imagine watching Haaland play. Uh, that'll teach me to dream about <laughs> football, on it? Um, so, <laughs> I am, um, personally, I'm a, I'm a bit gutted, to be totally honest. I was hoping, I was hoping to see the, see the big fella, even just like 10 minutes or whatever, you know, a wee 15 minute cameo or something at the end would have, would have done me up a treat. But, I mean, footballing wise, it, it does us no harm. He's in the, probably the top three strikers in the world right yeah. now. Um, when fit. So, you know, like, the, the, the guy's no joke. So it doesn't do us any harm. They're pretty much, uh, I noticed Emmy Chan was back at the weekend. They scored. So, you know, they're, 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 um, they're getting back to a fuller strength. So I'm, I'm sure they'll be, um, they'll, they'll be a strong side. And after their, their big win, and knowing that, you know, we've turned them over and embarrassed them a wee bit, shocked them, shocked Europe and got some eyes on them in a bad sense, I'm pretty sure they're going to be gunning for us tomorrow and yeah. uh, they'll have good quality. I definitely. I was watching. I was watching about the the Champions League on tonight, and so were you. But I noticed that every time BT Sport flashed up an advert for the game, they were talking about how well we done and um, how well we done on last Thursday. And that Aye. just adds you a wee bit of nerves in there. Like, oh fuck, they're building us up too much. I don't like it when they do that. <laughs> you obviously no. you prefer to be the underdog, which works we were last week, and I think we still are to an extent. But obviously definitely. we've got that. Obviously we've got that. You know we've got that two goals there, but that can two goals isn't enough for a game like this. It can easily, no. it can easily switch in there as well. Um, do you see, in terms of obviously, but we're aware about the team news as well. We also heard that um, Aaron Ramsey's not made it as well after picking up his knock. It seems like he's trying. He's, he's either he's either tried too hard to get onto the team, he, he, he get himself full fitness, or his middle name's Jordan Rossiter. One of the two. Uh, to be fair to Jordan Rossiter, I think Ramsey was 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 missing lots of games with injury before Rossiter was a professional. So, aye, um, I know no, you're you're right. I think uh, we mentioned when we signed Ramsey, the risk was he's made of biscuits, and you know he's he's not even up to full speed, and he's injured. So, yeah, let, let's see. I mean, maybe it's just a wee knock, and he'll be back at the weekend, and you know, jobs are good, but yeah, you, you've got to just see how it goes because we know what his his track record is like. Aye, aye, exactly. So it's a so it's a it's a it's an interest it's a it's a tricky one with with him as well. You know he's obviously here to you know to play football and he's not really done that yet. So it's a bit frustrating for everybody mm-hmm. um, around him. But I let's let's think about the 
the team, Keith, as well. Do you see any any major changes into the team? I think, for me personally, I think he might keep the team that he started on Sunday with the exception of Hollander, obviously, because he's still part of the European squad, and Balogun in, because Balogun's obviously fit, which is a massive one for us, I think. Um, having his calming composure at the back as well and his defensive abilities in there as well. It's no you're not relying on Calvin Bassey who's done who's done very well at centre half, but you know there's that we sort of he's a young he's a young player, he's learning his trade, so you know he's still learning his trade and he's but he's done exceptionally well. But I think having an experienced centre half in there beside Goldson gives me that wee bit more confidence. Do you see any any other changes to see anybody dropping out from the team? Nah, not really. I mean it's back to what we were talking about with the picking the team for United, where you're like, it's a lot for these guys, and we probably should be seeing a, a wee bit of rotation coming in. Um, but I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think we'll see it. Um, could it be a game for a change? Maybe, maybe there's a, maybe there's an opportunity for a Sakala to come in, and and we go for the. Let's try and use a bit of pace and and more on the counter because we know they're going to come for us. Or I I don't know. Um, I wouldn't you know it wouldn't be the biggest shock in the world. But nah, I expect he he will go with the with the same team to be honest. Which again could it could be a mistake, man. If if Arfield's still tired and you know these sorts of things, I don't know. I just think sticking with the same team would be a bit of a risk. I mean, it's good that it's Thursday, right enough. So it's Sunday, Thursday. I know people talk about the Thursday Sunday being a bit of a downside, but Sunday to Thursday feels like a big gap in time to recover. So yeah. you know, m- maybe everybody will be all right. Um, but I think Balogun in for Hollander, and then it probably is going to be the same team. That's what I would expect to see anyway. But a wee, a wee attack and change with a wee bit of extra pace, maybe wouldn't it be the biggest shock in the world? And Sakala's not too bad. At, I mean, he's he's not Arfield with the press, but he's got the energy. You know, he'll try. He'll try. Yes. Yeah. So. It's not like putting Diallo, who's not going to bother his hoop. So you still kind of get a bit of that. Um, he's just not as good at it or as intelligent or as polished as, as Arfield is or as effective, I suppose. So I do expect Arfield, but that's the only thing that I think he might try to spring. But apart yeah. from that, same team. Yeah, I know that Diallo had a... You know, we played Brentford during the week in a, in a sort of friendly game at um, Auchenhowie. Aye. And um, he, he, he bagged a double there, so his confidence might have done a wee bit of good for Diallo. But I think in a game like this, we need we need somebody, you know, if you, if you were going to take Arfield off, and it seems like that's the main one that we think might might happen there. Obviously, with the, with the exception of the, the centre half there, um, you know, I would you would maybe say bringing on Sakala. Would you would you even would you even do a, a roof in the right wing? And it was, but he's just no he's not quick enough, is he there? Or, you know, is he is he quick enough there? Um, I don't think it's necessarily a lack of pace. It would be the problem because Arfield's not exactly tearing it up with pace either, is he? But um, I think Arfield's tanks a bit better, um, and his his link up play with Alfie's a bit better, and and Tav there's a there's a bit a better relationship there, which as a manager is something that you would take into account as well. Do you know what I mean? Who's got the good football and relationships that you know they just they just play well together? That that's a consideration, and and I don't know that. Riff's quite got that. Probably plays well with Tav, but not so well with Alfie. Um, yeah. You know, because rather than Alfie doing the doing some of the donkey work and some of the runs beyond and happy to, you know, play him in, Riff's more, oh, I want to score, which is yeah. natural as a striker, right? It's, it's not a bad thing. Um, it's just an observation. So, I don't know. I think that's that's less likely, but maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. I quite like Riff, and it, it does present a different challenge. Um, and if we think about 
getting at them and if our fullbacks are going to be attacking and getting spaces then the you know, between the fullback and the centre half, then Roos get the intelligence and the movement to exploit those sorts of things. So I never thought about it, but it could be a shout. Um and even I mean, I know we're we're not going to pick Diallo, but maybe the less physical, more technical style of the game could be exactly where the kid will shine, you know. And we've seen it when he came on at United, he shot a few challenges and, you know, I, I don't know that he's got the ability obviously for days, but Scottish football might not be his niche. So yeah. maybe Europe is where you actually get a tune at him. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's just a wee interesting one just to float out there. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. Pretty much see, I pretty much see the team being the same with the exception of, like I said, Hollander for, for Bassey as well. But it's going to be, it is an interesting one, like I said. I think they're going to come out, I think they're going to come out all guns blazing to start and try to get an early goal. And this is going to be crucial for us to, you know, to hold on there, particularly for the first, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour during the game, they're going to come out and get that. I think if we get that, you know, going into the game, if we go in a half time, say level, you know, it's it's anybody's game. And it is anybody's game now, but I think it gives us more confidence in the second half um, as well. You know, uh, they've got to do that. It's just such a disappointment that away goals don't count this season. You know, having, four, know, away, having four away goals in your back snib is, would be lovely um, as well, you know, but it's, I guess it's the same. They need. They need three clear goals in order to, in order to, in order to go through. It's just a shame that if it was two nothing to them, we would go through and we goals. Whereas if we go to extra time, um, the more night if it did, if they what if they uh, did finish two nothing at uh, ninety even minutes, three one would see us through. You know and these sort yeah. of things. But anyway, yeah. I think I think you're right. I mean, tactically or, or whatever, I think the key point is, um, uh, you definitely you never want to concede, right? But you don't don't want to concede early in this game, um. You definitely, I mean, if you concede in five minutes and they're all at you, you, you don't want it turning into that first half at shark head. Otherwise, it'll, you know, you, it, it, you could, you'll be in the end of a hiding, you know, yep. potentially. And like you said, two goals, it's not a lot of time. I, I watched the highlights of them winning 6 0 at the weekend. I think it was 2 0, around about 78 minutes or something like that. And they ended up winning 6 0. Do you know what I mean? It was right. just like the last, the last 10, 15 minutes was just boom, 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 just like smash. You know, so I they've got that in them that blitz thing. So we need to be careful. But at the same point, I don't think going out to defend the lead is the right tactics either. I think for me, you would go out and go, lads, it's now now. Let's go and win a game of football at Ibrox. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Treat it like that because that's how we'll hurt them if we go out and try to just you know defend and see it out. They'll just invite them on and give them the initiative. They'll they can score easily yeah. two goals or more. So we need to be. We need to be ready and just, I would say, just kind of play your football and try and make it, use the, use the crowd, make it a tough atmosphere, go and get in their faces early. And if we score early, then who knows, right? That's the cat really amongst the pigeons for them is like, oof, you don't know how they'll respond. So I would be more thinking, go and score early rather than worrying about conceding early. But, you know, maybe that's how you go and get picked off and pumped. I don't know. <laughs> that's one thing that you mentioned there that's, that's going to be really important tomorrow, I think, is the crowd. Obviously, the game in Dortmund, you know, it was a it was a smaller crowd, but it's going to be a full house at Ibrooks, including including a quite a number of Dortmund fans in there as well. Obviously, not as many. Maybe they'll get the corner a wee bit more, um. But it's going to be a jam packed Ibrooks. It's going to be, you know, that's going to be incredible. That's going to give the team a massive lift. I think it's going to be equivalent to an, you know an old forum game where we win a throw in. Everybody's going to go mental. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, they're going to be like, "What's going on here, man? These people are all mentally irregular." Yep. So I think it's going to be incredible atmosphere tomorrow night, um, and Ibrox, and it's going to show you, you know, like 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 Bellingham 
Bellingham said tonight, which was which was obviously very nice. And he seems to be a, you know, he's been building our praises. You know, he done his interview. I think Jude Bellingham done his interview last week after the game. Aye. And he felt very complimentary about Rangers and complimentary about Ibrox and saying he's looking forward to playing there. It's one of the great stadiums in, in British football and European football. And then tonight it showed you a clip of him walking out the tunnel. Obviously, they were training there tonight. And he just says, what a gaff!" You know, that's just, you know, it tells you that, you know, you know, that's well respected. And we do have, we do have the, we do have the respect after last week. We mentioned that in last week's podcast that we done last Thursday after the game. You know, we have the, they have the respect. And really, you know, in terms of in terms of the game and whole, Keith, you know, we've got really, we don't have, you know, I think the the way that I was looking at it is, you know, I've been thinking about the game today and stuff like that. It's pretty much, you know, we've we've went out, we've done, we've done incredibly well in the first leg, and we've, we've you know, we, we yeah, I think a lot of people expect us to take a down over there. We didn't do it, you know. We've got we've got our respect back in European football. And we've gave them a fright. You know, I think that's all you can ask for in terms of the game. Where if we get beat and get put out, you know, we didn't, you know, it's, I'm I'm not making excuses, but we didn't really expect us to go through, um, you know, you know, in the next round. But we definitely gave them a fight and got the respect. I know. I think that's that's exactly it, man. Is that you know, if you if you were to say before the tie, what would uh, what does success look like for for us in this in this tie? It probably would be to do what we've done, you know, you probably would already tick the boxes that you mentioned, you know, get their respect, give them a fright, show that we're, you know, that we can be a danger and we're not to be taken lightly and all these things. Going through would have been, that would have been exceeding expectations, that was not our expectations. Your Rangers, right, you always want to win and you're always pushing to win, but there's sometimes where you just go, like, it's probably not going to happen here, lads, and that's all right, let's just go and give it our best and, and see where we get. So I think, I think you're right. And I think that that's the, that's the key message. If 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 uh, if I was in the dressing room tomorrow for for Rangers, it's, it's the same. It's forget the score, forget anything. There's still no pressure. This is still a free hit. Go and enjoy yourself. Go and express yourself. Go and make it hard for them. Show them what we're all about and see what they've got. Exactly like we did in Dortmund. You know, don't let this change the psychology of the tie. Like all of a sudden, all of your favourites and we've got something to protect. And if we go out, then you know we've wasted this and we've flushed it down the toilet. Not at all. None of that. None of that applies for me. It's still the exact same mentality of this is a free hit, no pressure. Let's just go and be us and go and do our game. Get in their face, make it difficult. Show them what Rangers is all about. Play good attacking football. Score goals. Um, put your body on the line. All these things that you know we've seen over the last year and a half. Uh, uh, this this half uh, maybe in spells, not necessarily all the time, but you know, like what we what we're good at and what we've been good at in Europe for the last three or four years. Um, and just see how it goes and leave it out there and win, lose or draw, proceed or don't. Um, there's no shame, there's no hassles, you know, it's it's all good. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Leave it all out there. I think that's a good that's a good way to look at it, you know, in terms of put everything out there. If we could be, you know, the better team won. Aye, but we've, shake hands. Yep, we've gave them we've gave them a fright and we've been we stood up again in, in European football. We've been like I said last week, we've gradually been building ourselves up, you know, playing playing all these teams like Galatasaray and all that and beating them, you know, Benfica, you know, giving them a game and stuff like that and playing some great football and having some great games against them. But this is, like I said, I think a step above that and we've gave them a fright. So, aye, it's, it's all, it definitely is. Um, and, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm really looking forward to now, now that I got that stuff off my chest about Sunday. <laughs> aye. <laughs> the battle fever starts to get on, doesn't it? As it you is, look ahead and you focus through these big games, it's, uh, 
there's real buzz about them and hopefully yep. I think you know we both spoke about the crowd I think the crowd will be right up for it tomorrow I think it'll be a cracking atmosphere probably from both sets of fans um, hopefully more from us but um, I know man it should be it should be a good one for sure yep definitely definitely and it's like I said definitely all to play for so let's go and do it Rangers and I think that's probably a good place to, to call it for tonight well um, oh you got something else you want to talk oh yeah let's go for it are we going to make a prediction first or do we want to just end on hope oh, 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 oh. let's go for the predictions go for it I like it then what, what are you thinking uh, I think they'll both score I think the teams will both score I think it'll be to each I'll tell you one thing, mate. I will take that right now. Thank you very much. If that's what you're offering, I am going to accept that. Um, aye, I'd accept two each right now. Um, I don't know, man. I've just got a wee sneaky suspicion it's gone to pens. And we know Germans are crap at pens, so that's fine. We'll, we'll go through then. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I've just got a wee, uh, you know, that wee t- twinge of, oh, God, this is going to be a long night and we've got to pens here. But, nah, let, let, let's just do it and go... I was going to say to each and all, so you've ruined it. I'll go free to Rangers. I'll go free to Rangers. <laughs> Good man. Why not? Back the Bears. I'm, I'm I always like your optimism. Always like optimism. Always back the team. Yes, exactly. Got you back. Got you back. Uh, got you back. But, the boys. But I'd take it that puts us through. See if Dortmund beat us two one. I'd take that then as well. Yeah. You know what I mean, like he's like fine. Whatever. Don't care. We're through. Happy days. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As long as we're through, and like I said, it'll be it'll be good. The place Ibrox will be absolutely rocking tomorrow night. So. If you're there, enjoy it. Watch the game at home. Enjoy it. And let's let's do this, Bears. So I like I said, I think now that's a good place to call it, Keith. <laughs> aye, aye, that's me, mate. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no worries, mate. No worries. As always, been a pleasure. Um, let's go and do this tomorrow and everybody enjoy the game. Until we speak, probably next we'll speak next week again. Until then, cheers everybody. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Keith. <laughs>